Act three, scene one of the priest and his disciples by Kurata Hyakuzo, translated by Glenn William Shaw, eighteen eighty six to nineteen sixty one. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Expatriate in Bangor, Maine. Act three, scene one. Persons in the scene: Senran, son to Shinran, age thirty two. Yuien asaka a harlot age twenty six kaede a harlot age sixteen three harlots two waitresses a tea-house clown kiyamachi and sanjo a room at the tea-house called the matsunoya it looks out on the kamo river it is toward evening on an autumn day the three harlots are leaning on the parapet talking first harlot how good it feels in this cool wind second harlot my face burns frightfully puts her hand to her cheek third harlot i'm all played out with the reveling first harlot yes for the last four or five days it's been nothing but drink 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 and sing 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 second harlot i've been drunk down by zenran sama and have run away worn out with drinking third harlot zenran sama can down any amount pell-mell you can't possibly keep up with him still he doesn't seem to like it first harlot the more he drinks the paler he gets second harlot he's a queer fish who just as you're thinking he's absurdly hilarious suddenly bursts into tears i hate a man who cries when he's full of sake third harlot really sometimes i'm disgusted recently when i was drinking with him he was strangely depressed and looking into my face intently he said i love you i love you and threw his arms around me and it wasn't lust first harlot when you're wondering if he isn't crazy you find that there's a strong side to him too second harlot at first i wondered if he was all there but on the contrary he's so steady he's almost too sharp we can't talk recklessly third harlot anyway he doesn't know how to win a woman does he first harlot if you say that asaka-san will be angry second harlot speaking of asaka-san she has an awful crush on him i wonder why a gentle girl like asaka-san likes such a man third harlot there's no accounting for tastes as for you you probably fancy the handsome young priest who came to see zenran sama the other day second harlot you're always joking pretends to strike at her he's kaeda-san's singing and talking voices are heard and the sound of people walking first harlot they seem to be coming here enter zenran followed by asaka kaede the clown and a waitress clown mercy me has everybody come here to hide zenran have you been planning something secretly here to fool us laughs clown for our sakes please stop your secret talk first harlot to zenran it's you who are enjoying yourself second harlot finding our presence a nuisance we took the hint zenran i'm sorry clown sorry as tosai bozu zenran bozu is a bit rough laughs clown a thousand pardons beats his own head with his fan all laugh zenran as punishment for running away without a word i'll make you drink more sake here bring sake waitress at your service starts to go asaka please don't drink any more it's not good for you haven't you done nothing but drink since last night zenran 
Do you ask me to take care of my health? You're a good wife, aren't you? Laughs loudly. Let's have another drink here looking at the river view. That melancholy talk of yours just now depressed me. To the waitress. Bring it quickly. The waitress goes out. Asaka. Really, you ought to quit, since you don't like it so well as to require it. Zenran. I'll drink and drink till I burn my body up. I live by lighting the fire in my body. When it goes out, I'm so lonely I can't stand it. Asaka. But there's a limit. Zenran. There's no limit to my loneliness. I'm lonely to the bottom of my soul. Asaka. Aren't we here to dispel that loneliness for you? Zenran. Yes, I couldn't get along without you. I couldn't live without you. All the same, when I'm playing with you, I get more lonely than ever. Asaka, you always wear a lonely face. Today, brace up and be more lively. Asaka, but it's my nature, so it can't be helped. Zenran, today we'll all let loose. We'll forget everything. Though we're lonely, we'll force ourselves to think we're happy. Against all reason, we'll make it true that man's life's good and harmonious. Raises his voice. Come, now this world's a harmony. Men depend beautifully on each other. The root of the evil in men's hearts is severed. There's not a single soul unhappy. All rejoice. They all play like children. Ah, oh, the river flows, the river flows, gently and peacefully. Fastens his eyes on the river. Enter the waitress with sake, food, and the utensils needed for a drinking bout. Zenran. Come all drink, drink. Offers cups to the harlots. First harlot. Please excuse me. Second harlot. I've stood all I can. Zenran. No, you must drink, spite of everything. Clown. For my lord's commands may not be denied. The waitress goes about pouring out sake for the harlots. Zenran. Raising his cup. How rich and strong is this brimming and overflowing liquid of gold. It's as if the spirit of joy has been melted and made to flow. I feel as if the sensations of man's mean and defective world have utterly disappeared. Drains the cup. To whom shall I give this cup? Looks about the room. Kaede, Kaede, to little Kaede. Presents the cup to Kaede. Kaede, many thanks. Bows her head slightly and takes the cup. The waitress pours out sake. Kaede barely touches it to her lips and puts it down. Zenran. Kaede sings something for us. Kaede. I don't want to. Aren't there a lot of my elder sisters here? Zenran. No, I want you. Clown. Come, we want you, we want you. Kaede. Oh, there's no getting out of it. She sings in a childish voice. Asaka plays the samisen. Your precious letter I conceal in bluebells and lespedeza. The moon is o'er the meadow and the dew is on the grass. For you, my love, I pine. Insects cheer up nightly here. Through the sky of deepening night comes the cry of flying geese. Love like this, Zenran. That's enough, that's enough, as if finding it unbearable. Ah, how small that mouth. Asaka still holding the samisen. My, how you stopped it all at once, right in the middle. Zenran. Look, this little child, making her sing songs for strange rioters. Tearfully. Drink another gives a cup to kaede kaede i've had enough clown in falsetto i'll help you picks up the cup from before kaede and drinks asaka what's the matter with you today zenran nothing at all asaka 
let's quit for today your colour's bad i don't feel a bit like making merry zenran you're a lonely-spoken girl aren't you looks attentively into asaka's face then suddenly sticks his fingers into her front hair asaka in surprise here what are you doing puts her hands to her head zenran says nothing kaede your side hair's come down zenran when i look at your woolly black hair i don't like it to the clown here let's hear you mimic a cock clown all right sir cries like a cock the harlots laugh zenran let's see you walk on your knees clown like this sir walks on his knees the harlots laugh zenran let's see you pound your head clown with pleasure beats his head with his fan zenran madly more more the clown rains blow after blow on his own head in rapid succession zenran oh shuts his eyes second harlot you're frightfully down in the blues aren't you asaka looking at zenran fondly zenran sama i understand your heart's troubled over the messenger you sent to the temple a slight chill falls on the party zenran sits buried in thought first harlot what are you thinking about second harlot you're awfully depressed aren't you zenran suddenly lively i was just thinking of redeeming you second harlot laughing thanks very much then what'll you do zenran dear me that's plain i'll take you home and make you my wife come come here rises and taking the second harlot's hand pulls her to her feet second harlot quit fooling zenran come come here drags her forcibly second harlot as she is dragged along totteringly don't play tricks shakes him off and starts back for her seat zenran you dear takes her in his arms from behind second harlot here let me go please let me go please squirms when you do that it hurts it hurts unbearably zenran laughing what an irresponsive individual she is this girl all look on in surprise enter a waitress waitress yuien sama has just come zenran releases the harlot he's a little shaky bring him here returns to his seat all are silent enter yuien he is dressed in his priest's robe yuien excuse me struck by the appearance of the party he hesitates a little zenran i'm glad to see you i was waiting just come over here there's nobody here to be afraid of it's a remarkable show isn't it laughs loudly waitress please come in yuien going in and kneeling down before zenran i'm indebted to you for the other day zenran it was rude of me to send a messenger today didn't it give you trouble yuien no when i heard a messenger had come from you i came gladly is there something i can do for you zenran no there isn't anything i want done only i was lonely and wanted to see you and talk with you yuien and i wanted to see you waitress bringing a new cup and placing it before yuien please take this yuien hesitating i don't drink waitress but just one zenran no don't urge it on him seeing yuien's discomfort since we have something to talk over you all go out and leave us alone waitress i understand sir then all come they go out and leave the two alone zenran i'm ashamed to have called you to such a place as this and what's worse i'm drunk 
Yuien. I don't care. I was glad to come. Zenran. I've been lonely. There's nobody who can understand my heart. Even when I'm drinking sake like this, I'm cool in the bottom of my heart. I'm suffering. Ever since meeting you recently, I felt loving and warm toward you. I feel that you easily take in the thoughts in my breast. When I'm with you, I feel like making you listen to all sorts of things. Yuien. And I, after leaving you the other day, could think of nothing but you. I'm always thinking I'd like to see you. How glad I was when the messenger came from you. Zenran. Only once in my life long ago was I ever drawn to a man like this. I've lived a long while with a desolate heart. Pauses. I love you. Yuien. Oh, I'm glad. Why do men speak ill of such a man as you? I can't understand that. The other day at the temple I got angry because they were all saying bad things about you, and I said, he's a good man, not the sort you think him. Zenran. What sort of bad things did they say about me? They said you were a child of destruction, who was not only dissipated, but didn't believe in the salvation of the Jodo sect. They said you were of a violent disposition, unlike your father's. Zenran. That's not unreasonable. They're right. Very likely I'm a soul doomed to destruction. My disposition's utterly violent. I fit all their criticisms. Yuien. My, with a gentle nature like yours? Zenran. No. Cuts him off. When with you, only the good in my nature's aroused. But with others, it's altogether different. And my violent nature comes out. Yuien. I think they're all wrong. You're a good man yourself, surely. That's what I believe. Zenran tearfully. Nobody else talks to me like that. I can't do as I like with my disposition. And my situation ever since I was a little tyke and the flaws in my heart I received may be to blame. As you know, I've been disowned by my father for a long time. Yuan listens in silence. I gave my father all sorts of trouble, you see. He must hate me even now, doesn't he? Yuan. No, you're wrong. You don't know how much the superior worries over you in secret. Zenran. How does he live? Yuan. From morning till night, he's absorbed in repeating the prayer to Amida. Recently, he took a cold and has been resting, but he's nearly well. But he's grown quite old. Zenran. He must have. Since I'm always in Inada and seldom come to Kyoto, and especially since I'm in no position to see him, I know nothing of his circumstances. I'm unfilial, but I've not forgot my father. Please take care of him. Yuien. I'm always with him as his personal attendant. Zenran. Does he love you? Yuien. Far beyond my deserts. Of all his many disciples, he loves me best. Zenran. Everybody must love you. That Kaeda says she loves you. Smiles. Yuien, blushing. You're joking. Zenran. How do you feel toward women? I pity them and can't help loving them. Especially when I'm with the women in such a place as this, I feel that I'm associating with the cream of humanity. The world's people decorate their outsides with form and etiquette and don't show the least bit of their real hearts. They make such things their armor and protect themselves with them, you see. I want to associate with people who aren't so cautious. I want to mingle without hiding my ugliness and weakness. In such a place as this, you see, people share the burden of their shame. You don't know what warm and honest intercourse it is. And I can't help being attracted by the mood inspired by women. It's sadder than the dews of autumn. Yuien. Away back in my heart, I feel a desire for woman. But as yet, I know nothing about what sort of thing she is. Nor do I know what procedure is good if one would have to do with her. 
shinran looking at yuien lovingly you're truly pure i've soiled myself through and through but i respect a pure man for he's utterly different but it's not likely you'll be able to get through this life without being tormented by woman as for me ever since i've known anything the consciousness of woman has never been out of my head but i'm not tempting you he laughs yuien seriously recently i talked of such things with his superior zenran what did father say yuien it's all right to love but he said to love seriously and earnestly zenran hm yuien i've been wanting to ask you why you were disowned zenran looking gloomy i loved unlawfully no i don't know even now whether it was lawful or unlawful i loved another man's wife yuien oh zenran the girl loved me before she was married the justice of this world took her from me but it couldn't take the love out of my heart what happened afterwards was the natural result of the contradictory state of affairs her husband was a relative of mine that complicated the tragedy for love i broke the law and became a wicked man railingly whether love breaks the law or the law breaks love i don't know even yet yuien what became of the woman zenran she was sent home and fell ill in consequence they wouldn't let me see her she finally died even at her death i didn't see her yuien what became of her husband zenran he wept and was angry he still curses both our names i can't bear to think of him i loved him he was gentle he was good i don't know whom i ought to blame for it that i did wrong there's no denying but is that all i rather want to put the blame on the disharmony of human life if there's a buddha who made the world i want to put it on him yuien oh zenran sama that's terrible i love you i weep for you please don't repeat that last again zenran i don't know anything i can't believe anything i harbor doubts as to the foundations on which the world is built what an absurd world it is what a discord human life is after that i lost the blessings out of my heart i came to take a biased view of things i got so i couldn't believe anything in the midst of anguish indignation and worry woman alone appears to my eyes like a red flower clasping her body i found a way to forget my anguish men call me a profligate i accept the name yuien i don't know what to say i grieve over your unhappy fate you must truly feel as if you can't bear it but i've heard that buddha will pardon a man just as he is in his sin no matter how great his crimes the superior is always teaching me that for the sake of man who is so made that he must sin buddha achieves redemption zenran i congratulate you on your pure and readily believing heart but i can't easily believe in that perhaps my heart's grown cynical maybe i've seen too much fraud it's too conveniently fashioned a salvation it's the sort of peace of mind the smooth heart of a selfish scoundrel would invent before you i'm ashamed of my perverted way of thinking but the jodo faith looks like a salvation for the evil though in truth unless one's a good man with a pure heart it too is a hard teaching to accept also i think it incontestable i think my inability to believe is the punishment for my sin and dissipation you and my father are both good and pure you see though you think yourselves great sinners if a man soils his soul too much he reaches a point where he can't accept things as they are i'm frightfully soiled you see you simply can't imagine for instance mumbles as if in anguish no you see 
i do things that i can't possibly mention in your presence really i do malicious mean and unnatural things you see i'm positively no man to be forgiven unpunished that would be too impertinent though i'm despicable i haven't grown so brazen-faced that while i commit foul sins like this i can pray to be saved as i am that shows a conscience at least it's my pride i'd rather be told do such and such penances and i'll save you i'm willing to undergo any hardships if that's impossible i'll take my punishment that's my sincere desire yuien what you say hurts me you suffer deep anguish unknown to me a noble conscience beats in your words nay i feel as if i've been listening to a noble sermon Zenran. no i stand before you a devil i'm saddled with a life of destruction please pity a soul cursed with the inability to believe yuien i believe you're a child of buddha as i listen to you i can't get the slightest impression of a devil zenran sama listen to me though i haven't any wisdom to impart to you i think you insult your own soul i think you're perverse and consider things rebelliously i sympathize infinitely with the course by which you've reached this stage but i'm convinced that the way you're walking is not carrying you directly forward along the main road according to what the superior constantly tells me when we're in difficulties and can't see our own sins we feel an unreasonable resentment at such times we want to heap that resentment on buddha resist that it's not unnatural but endure steadfastly never never curse he says that at such times faith is born of that endurance when we come to our graves don't you suppose we'll understand everything when we come to know that buddha's deep love is bound up in that unreasonableness won't we be ashamed of having been angry with him isn't the wisdom of man vastly different from the wisdom of buddha Zenran. your words are simple but true though callow they gleam with wisdom i feel as if i'm being whipped i feel deeply that i must try to think yuien i've been told that the worst sin is to kill the true desire of one's soul Zenran. ah i want to revive an honest and straightforward heart they sit in silent thought yuien wouldn't you like to see your father Zenran. i would but i can't yuien shall i ask him Zenran. thanks but let it go for he'll positively not see me yuien but in his heart he wants to see you both father and son want to meet then it's a shame if they can't what power prevents i want to smash that power i can't bear it Zenran. that power is the same that shattered my love it's frightfully strong i curse it but i haven't the strength to smash it yuien it's the social will it's the stubborn will of the countless men in the world that power rules everything in my temple too recently i bumped into it ah why don't the people in this world know more affection they probably don't realize that their hard hearts are afflicting others it makes me miserable Zenran. it wouldn't do father any good either for me to see him now even though he should permit it the justice of the world is painful i've been in contact with that cruel power since infancy the truth is i'm not the child of my father's wife yuien surprised i never heard that before Zenran. my mother was the daughter of a certain samurai of inada when father was in echigo his wife died after pilgrimages all over the country he came to inada and stopping in the house of my mother's father lived in that town for fifteen years meanwhile they fell in love that's how i was born 
i passed dark days before i was allowed to call them father and mother i don't blame father at all that's the love of human life and the sadness of fate i suppose yuien what became of your mother zenran when father went back to kyoto she was left in inada but she's dead now yuien really life in this world is an infinitely melancholy thing isn't it zenran to me this world looks like a valley of sadness the two fall silent yuien today i must be going zenran must you today i've been happy though i wish we could talk longer yuien and i wish i could stay on indefinitely but i came away without letting the superior know zenran you're worried for my sake aren't you forgive me today you've made me think of many things i'm thankful yuien i've never had such a satisfying talk before i'll surely come again zenran please come as often as you can i'm always lonely yuien then good-bye gets up goes to the door and looking back speaks earnestly if your father says he'll see you what'll you do zenran thinks then speaks positively i'll go to him gladly yuien then sayonara zenran seeing him off sayonara yuien goes out zenran stands motionless for a moment then he walks up and down in the room then putting his back against a pillar he falls into deep reverie enter asaka with a silken lantern in her hand standing in the doorway she looks at zenran oblivious of her presence he continues in absorption asaka zenran sama zenran looking at asaka asaka what do you think here's a father and a son the father's bathed in the grace of all heaven and people look up to him as a saint the sons drowned in drink and lust and men despise him for a libertine father and son separated by the world's justice are yearning for each other asaka oh you surprise me listens attentively zenran they're starving for each other but if they meet the beautiful peace surrounding the father will be broken men will knit their brows in suspicion and disgust denunciation will gather about the father then what should the son do should he go to him or not asaka in a trembling voice he'd better not go zenran what if the father calls him what if he says wandering child come back asaka painfully he'd better not go zenran oh staggers supports himself against the pillar asaka zenran sama zenran sama runs and embraces zenran zenran i don't know it's too much for me i help me asaka don't go but pray pray for your father's peace and happiness i must be strong if you call on me on me whom you know to be weak to help you long ago in that dangerous time when your fate for this life was settled didn't you stand at the parting of the ways just as now when it was your duty to protect the lifelong peace of the dear one you loved and your cousin you were weak you told me you injured both others and yourself how often you've regretted and asked yourself why you didn't endure in your tears it was only to-day you told me your pitiful story for the first time you wept on my knees your tears are hardly dry yet you praised then my sacrifice for my poor father and mother you said bear your troubles for the sake of the happiness of others zenran you give me back my very words asaka weeping i whip you how strong my words are zenran you've taken the place of my conscience asaka poor zenran sama 
zenran yes i must be strong my darling squeezes asaka's hand the stage turns round curtain end of act three scene one recording by expatriate in bangor maine